Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is episode number four of the Meticulous Mind podcast. I'm your host, Albert Freire, and I hope you are having a wonderful day. Our hot topics today are no to racism, anonymous resurface, and Elon Musk versus Amazon, while our meticulous topic of the week is dreams over money. These are the topics. I'm your host, and I will see you after the break. So welcome back and thank you so much for tuning in for episode number four. Well, our first story this week is unfortunately a sad one and it's called No to Racism for reasons which I don't think really need explanation due to every news channel sharing this information every day. Due to the death of Mr. George Floyd, which we talked about on episode number three, protests have been getting bigger and bigger. They started in America and are now hitting all the countries in the world, like UK, Germany and France. To be honest, it's just sad to see the way the police officer in the United States handled the situation in the video online. You can clearly hear Mr. Floyd suffering and shouting, let me breathe. It's shocking for me to see that the police officer couldn't handle the moment in the right way. This led to many protests and stores closing down due to people damaging and robbing these stores. In my opinion, the protesters can be divided into two groups. One of them are the people fighting for the real cause, who feel disgusted by what happened and really want to make a change. And then you have the other group, which are individuals looking for personal gains in the middle of a hurting country. To those who feel they are being cool or making a difference by destroying shops in local areas, you are really not. Most of the shops being robbed during the protests are small businesses owned by people living in probably the same community as you are, who need those shops to maintain a reliable income every day. By damaging these shops, you are taking a small step into damaging someone's family income. I recall seeing a video on Instagram, which was George Floyd's brother who was protesting and he picked up a microphone and he said, protest peacefully. No one here is suffering more than I am. And if you think about it, it's really true. He lost not just a friend and not just another family member. He lost his own brother. Plus, he isn't going around destroying shops, smashing car windows and robbing stores. If you are in any way involved in these protests, remember to share your point of view, stand for your rights, make a difference. But don't think breaking into local stores, robbing goods is going to make the difference the world needs. What gives you the right to destroy someone else's business? None. So don't go around destroying what is not yours. Remember to protest peacefully and protest respectfully. I found some very interesting facts which in my opinion need to be fixed and I would like to share with you today. Did you know that in the state of North Carolina you are required more hours to become a professional barber than you are to become a police officer? I think it's completely insane. I think police officers should be trained with high combat skill. They should know how to design someone correctly. Plus, they should be totally able to control an individual who is resisting without killing them. 
For example, George Floyd was handcuffed. Why didn't the police officer just simply put him inside the car? Another person who is reacting very poorly, but at the same time, I was kind of expecting it, is Donald Trump. I mean, America. I really hope November comes along and you finally get yourself a decent president. But between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, your luck has definitely ran out some time ago. Donald Trump released some tweets, which I thought were extremely uncalled for, calling all the protesters thugs and planning on releasing the military, which he later did. But later in the podcast, I will explain how not everything went as the president planned. So personally, I think that all these situations are extremely dangerous for everyone. First, the police need to be highly trained. People need to know what they are doing if they are going to run around with a gun, especially with all the authority that they have. Second, everyone in the protests should realize that damaging businesses shops, restaurants, or whatever you decide to destroy isn't going to make people live longer and it's not going to stop the government from taking action. Third, vandalism and damage of public property isn't going to fix the problem of police brutality from occurring in the United States. And many brands like Apple For example, they closed their stores two days after opening back up because many of the stores were attacked and had many stolen items. For everyone out there involved in these protests, remember the fact that vandalism doesn't solve murder, destruction doesn't bring peace. Don't let vandalism and destruction become the name of the protest. Don't let the media turn these protests into fancy titles and things that will grab other people's attention. Let the title be millions of people gathered in the name of George Floyd. That's the headline I want to see. But that's it for our first story. Moving on to our second story, which I think you guys will enjoy more. So our second story of the day is still kind of related to the first, but it's the most shocking this week. The hacktivist group named Anonymous resurfaced after three years of total silence. The only funny part of this story is the fact that they came back like they never left. But it happened that due to the George Floyd protest, Anonymous felt that it was time to reveal to the world some important files regarding politicians and Jeffrey Epstein. Now let me just say this, I think 2020 really needed something like this to happen. This has been a year for big revelations and has had some very shaky moments. I think this could be the year we reveal all the masks off people's faces. Although I would recommend anonymous members to keep their masks on. Removing their masks, they would probably have some legal problems to say the least. But as I was saying, I think it's important to know who we are voting for and most of us don't know or understand our politicians life and what they have done in the past and what they do in the present. So basically Anonymous released a video talking about a recent murder of George Floyd, police brutality and justice for the people. Alongside this video they quoted a tweet from Donald Trump which said and I'm quoting from Twitter, you had Jeffrey Epstein killed to cover up your history of child trafficking 
trafficking and rape. We have the receipts here, unquote. But here is the thing. They didn't just say this on Twitter. They said it and then posted thousands of receipts mentioning thousands of people who are involved in the Epstein case. But I mean, I was not expecting to see the names which popped up. This book filled with receipts is being called Jeffrey Epstein's Little Black Book. I would highly recommend everyone listening to this podcast to go search this and see for yourselves. For example, some people which are named on the book are royal family members such as Prince Andrew, but some other very famous people are also mentioned. For example, David Blaine, Michael Bloomberg, Alec Baldwin, and Naomi Campbell. But as this wasn't enough, Anonymous dropped one very big bomb. They released documents relating Bill Gates being involved with Epstein. And let me say this, although this could be true, there is no sustained evidence right now which proves of any records of Bill Gates having ever gone to Mr. Epstein's island. But there are some names on that list provided by the hacktivist group which have a bigger probability of having been with Epstein. For example, it's pretty obvious that Prince Andrew had a very interesting relationship with Mr. Epstein to say the least. But here's what I think of the situation. First off, let me just say that anonymous. If all of the evidence you submitted is proven true, thank you for leaving the world a better place. We need information like this, which although shocking, can dramatically open our eyes and change the way people think of our politicians and the people who rule the world. Second off, the act of rape is disgusting and anyone involved in this ridiculous and stupid act should be in jail for the rest of their life. In my opinion, it's horrible to see that millions of people are affected by this every year. People who have amazing childhoods and then after that one moment are scarred for life. No going back. Third thing is I think it's ridiculous to see that people so perverted which such horrible actions can be ruling countries like Donald Trump for example. Like seriously. Think, how can someone allegedly involved in Epstein's circle of rape and child trafficking be the president of one of the most powerful countries in the world? It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. Just to finish off this topic, I strongly agree and challenge all US authorities and Interpol to open investigations on all the names mentioned in Epstein's list as soon as possible. This cannot happen. We live in 2020. I won't let child traffickers, rapists and pedophiles to walk around freely and be glorified and supported by people who don't understand or know the full picture. This cannot and should not happen. Everyone involved in this case should be investigated and, if proven guilty, be thrown into jail to pay for all the crimes that they have committed. I dream of a world where justice is above money and power and personal greed. A world where justice is considered truly blind, but not blinded by power and dollars. A world where justice is impartial to the person you are and to which status you hold. Moving on to our story number three, which I think, although not being involved in these protests, it's certainly a very interesting one and probably the one I'm most excited to talk about. 
So here it is. We are down to our final story of the week, which is called Elon Musk versus Amazon. And it's probably the one I'm going to enjoy the most talking about, to be honest. Well, for everyone out there to understand what happened on Wednesday, Elon Musk went on Twitter and said, time to break Amazon. Monopolies are wrong. For everyone to understand, a monopoly exists when a specific company is the only supplier of a particular commodity. First off, I just want to say I strongly agree. Monopolies are totally wrong. And it's true, Amazon is definitely, although not yet a monopoly, it's really getting there. It's one of those companies which grows bigger and bigger by the day. And to be honest with everyone listening in, it's probably the first time I'm getting really, and I mean really excited for someone getting into a fight. I mean, personally, I'm all in favor of a good competition, don't get me wrong, but for example, I support market and company competitions when it helps to innovate the sector of any economy and really makes the world evolve and a better place. Healthy competition is good competition, and that's a fact. But here is the problem. The tweet that Elon Musk posted can be interpreted into two ways of thinking. The first being Elon Musk is using Twitter as a way to grab the attention of the government which will lead into them controlling Amazon due to its stake in the market. The first option I strongly stand against and I hate to see someone as smart as Elon Musk bringing Amazon down just because of the way he feels about the company. I stand for the fact if you think something is wrong you take action. You go try and do something better. If you think someone is doing something wrong, try doing it yourself and try doing it better. But that's the first option. The second option I think is more suitable considering Elon Musk and the way he acts. I think this could lead to Elon Musk developing his own e-commerce brand. I mean, people, imagine the possibilities. Elon Musk, one of the biggest innovators of the whole decade, developing and going head-to-head with Amazon? I mean, what a time to be alive. It's definitely great to watch and see what this is going to lead into. For example, this could lead into Jeff Bezos taking this opportunity and develop Amazon in ways we had never seen before. For example, maybe he could lower product prices to stop other brands from joining because they wouldn't be able to combat Amazon prices, which would help the customer access products at a more considerable rate and could benefit millions of people. But on the other hand, this would lead to them becoming a monopoly faster than anticipated. And remember, being a monopoly is never good. Let me just say this. Being a monopoly is literally like winning a lottery ticket. You really want to win that $150 million in the lottery. But at the same time, you don't want all of your friends to know about it because they will come sniffing around and trying to get a bit of that money. If Amazon is considered a monopoly, they will lose billions of dollars because you become heavily controlled by the government. So that's one of the things that could happen. Or maybe Elon Musk could create a brand new type of e-commerce which could revolutionize everything, change the online shopping business as we know it. But at the same time, this could go terribly wrong and could lead to a huge amount of waste of money. Money which could have been invested into developing other parts of the world. For example, his company SpaceX or Tesla. The possibilities are pretty 
pretty much endless. Of course, as you are probably used to listen on this podcast, the dream for me would be both of them joining forces, but everyone knows where Elon Musk's intentions lie about Amazon, and I doubt Jeff Bezos would erase Amazon just because of how Mr. Musk feels about Amazon's stake in the e-commerce market. Considering the scenario, I'm really hoping to see what Elon Musk comes up with. He has the resources, the money, and the intelligence to be the turning point of Amazon's monopoly. If you ask me, are you Team Musk or Team Bezos? Honestly, I'm just watching. I would say Team Musk, but only if this leads to him creating something new. I'll explain my point of view. First, I want to see new stuff. I want new brands. I like diversity. I like different ideas. Second, I don't like the way monopolies work. It gives all the power to one company and they can do whatever they want. If they want to censorship 30 people, bam, they do it. They want to charge extra, yep, done. They can do literally whatever they want with the market. And third, I don't know. There's something about Elon Musk creating things. He just makes things look so simple and intuitive. Plus, he's a funny guy. He really looks like someone who is trying to leave the world a better place regardless of the time he spends working, no matter the money he spends. I think he is a very important and crucial part of the development of the next decades. So, if I had to choose one, I think I'm leaning towards Team Musk. But let us know on our social media, who are you supporting? Do you think Elon Musk is in the wrong? Are you with me on this one? Or are you Team Bezos? Let us know by sending us a message on all our social media. Moving on to our meticulous topic of the week. Well, here it is, and we are down to our meticulous topic of the week. I decided to name this one Dreams Over Money, and it is certainly not an easy one to talk about, but it's also not a secret to anyone that money can make many of our dreams come true, but not all of them. For example, every one of us have material goals. These material goals can be owning a Bugatti or maybe your dream house. Money can fulfill these goals, but this doesn't make you happy or even a better, smarter individual. And at the end of the day, you will never feel happy for having all the items you own unless it's with money that you have worked for. That's why I insist in this idea that everyone must follow their personal dreams over money because Because if your personal dream or goal in life is, for example, to own your clothing brand, I guarantee you the brand may not be as big or as well known as one of the most famous brands, but everything that brand achieves, you will feel proud of completing. Everything you do will make you happy, and at the end of the day, you will feel a sense of personal pride for everything you have achieved because you are following your dreams and working for them. I think people need to understand that if you really love one thing in life, I guarantee you that if you keep working 1001% for the growth of whatever that dream is, I believe in 10 years, you will have all the money you wish and all the money you need to have a healthy lifestyle. I have been taught since I was young that money isn't everything, but it is very important. You need money to eat, to live, to pay your bills, and I'm not denying that. 
I believe that you need money to live. But what I'm trying to say is, if you live a life pursuing your true goals and working hard and giving everything you have, I strongly believe that one day money will follow. For example, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, every single one of these men have one thing in common. You know what that is? They follow their dreams. No matter the money, no matter what other people thought, they did what they felt was right. Another very important topic related to this is the question, is money important to follow your dreams? Well, the short answer is yes, it most certainly is. I believe we do need money to follow most of our dreams, but this doesn't mean we need millions or billions of dollars or euros to do so. Not everyone starts out with millions. For example, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, most of these companies started with very low amount of money. Just because you're the poorest company right now doesn't mean you will be in 10-15 years. The thing is, money is important to create these dreams we have. Let me give you the example of this podcast. This very same podcast was one of the things I really wanted to do. It was a dream I wanted to complete. And you can ask why. It's because I find it fun sharing the ideas and thoughts with other people regardless of what others are going to think. And it's true, I did need money to start off. I had to buy a microphone to have a better quality for each episode. But this is one dream which, although it doesn't pay off right now, doesn't mean it won't pay off in three years. And to be honest, if in three years I haven't received the dime for this podcast, I don't really care because I love recording these episodes. I love creating those images you see on Instagram and I like posting them for everyone to see. Growth is a process which may be unseen for several years. But if you don't follow your dreams, I guarantee you, most of you will never be happy. Ever. Some years ago, I watched a video where someone asked elderly people what do they regret more in life. And do you know what most of them responded? I don't regret doing nothing. I regret what I didn't do. So don't quit on your dreams just because money isn't there when you want it to be. If you want to be a graphic designer but don't have the money to go to college, go on the internet. Go to Udemy and pay $10 for a course and learn how to use Photoshop. And then sell your products on Fiverr where many people can buy them. There are many ways to start a business. Don't expect to be number one in two years but work harder than number one and maybe in 10 years you will be number one. The thing I'm trying to say with this topic is money does mean you can buy thousands of things. Money can achieve many of personal goals but in my opinion there is one thing money can't achieve which is happiness and sense of pride for building something which is truly yours and earned for your hard effort. We should all follow our dreams and and have money as a secondary thing. I do realize this is extremely hard to do. I'm not saying go quit your job right now and work off your dreams. It's just not a good idea. But for example, have you thought of doing your job and on the weekends go work on your hobby and maybe one day you will be able to quit your job and pursue that life goal? Of course, this is just how I feel about this topic and honestly, I would love to know what is your opinion about this. Do you think money is the only way to achieve your personal dreams? If you feel this way, I would love to hear your opinion, so send us a message. Let's move on to our next segment, Student Suggestion. 
Quick disclaimer, this segment isn't sponsored by any brand and is purely based on my opinion. Although this works for me, doesn't mean it may work for you and I advise everyone to follow the studying technique they prefer. Our student suggestion this week is Anki. Since most of us are starting to have our tests by now, I think it's time to share with you an app which really helps me study in a very efficient way. This app is called Anki. Anki is a free and open source flashcard program utilizes spaced repetition, which allows you to create flashcards for any class you have and I strongly advise you to try it out for yourself. Spaced repetition has been proven scientifically to be the most effective study technique technique out there. And I guarantee you, if you match Anki, Notion and the Pomodoro technique, which are things I have been talking about since episode number one, I promise you, you will ace all your exams. I would advise everyone to try it out for themselves, but this has been our student suggestion. Moving on to our final segment. Here it is. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are down to our final segment, which is highlights of the week. Once again, I'm going to give it to Elon Musk. I really want to see some healthy competition going with no punches below the belt. I want some hardworking people just going at each other, throwing better and better creations, which benefit the world. But I guess we will just have to wait and see. I would also like to say, if you are or are planning in being involved in these protests, be careful out there. Remember, you are not the ones carrying guns. And I think enough blood has been spilt already. There is no need for more people to get hurt. I think the hashtag that suits 2020 the best so far is definitely hashtag stay safe because we are still managing to get ourselves into danger one way or another. So if you are out there in the protests, be careful, surround yourselves by intelligent, calm and peaceful protesters and maintain a respectful distance from the cops. And please, I'm begging you, don't be stupid going around and breaking shops and other things. People need money, people need to survive. You may be damaging another person's life who is involved or maybe even defending the same cause you are fighting for. So remember, stay safe and watch out for yourselves out there. This has been episode number four of the Meticulous Mind podcast and I would like to thank everyone who has been involved and supporting the podcast every day. Feel free to send us a message on Patreon, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter and tell us your opinion on the topics we talked about today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and i will see you on episode number five of the meticulous mind podcast thank you so much until next time